Welcome to Scholastic Reads, our podcast about books, authors, and the joy and power of reading. I'm your host, Suzanne McCabe, Editor-at-Large at Scholastic. Thank you for joining us. What makes the Scholastic Book Fair so memorable? If you close your eyes, you can probably conjure the scene from your own childhood. You walk into your school's library or gym or cafeteria to see metal cases lining the walls filled with books, brand new books for you to take home and call your own. We know why we love book fairs because Scholastic's mission is to introduce children to the joy and power of reading. But why do you love them? We set out to record some of the magic. Okay, Um, let me read it off uh, really quick. Let me just find it. This is Brooke Herter. She's a sophomore at Marquette University studying political science. Last February... She tweeted about the Scholastic Book Fair. The post went viral. It got more than 25,000 likes and nearly 6,000 retweets, spawning a litany of copycat posts that have been shared more than 300,000 times. Okay, so the tweet reads, um, you know when you get a whiff of something and you're like, ah, yes, this smells exactly like the Scholastic Book Fair 2008 in the afternoon on October. And then it cuts off. (laughs) So, yeah, I think the tweet mostly is about nostalgia and childhood. And maybe more specifically, the fact that we identify smells with our childhood. And a lot of people identify the Scholastic Book Fair with that part of their lives, too. I'm originally from Omaha, Nebraska. And I went to a Catholic school called Christ the King. Uh, It was a little tiny private school in central Omaha. And, um, yeah, I, I was in a class of about 40 kids total and the scholastic book fair was huge part of the year (laughs) when it was time for the scholastic book fair. It was just so exciting. You'd, you'd see the setup going on in your library. You'd watch videos in your classes. And I was like a huge bookworm growing up. So the opportunity to get more books was just really exciting. Just the event in general was, um, you know, when you're little, you're pumped to go. Brooke was not the only one to take to social media to share her book fair memories. Another viral tweet came from Quasi Henderson, a software developer from Austin, Texas. His tweet has been shared more than 70,000 times. All right. So the tweet is me as a kid walking into the Scholastic Book Fair with five dollars. And the gift that I used is actually the intro from a black um, American sitcom called The Parkers, which aired in the early 2000s. So the woman in the gift is actress and comedian Monique. I'll do my best to describe the gift for you. Monique is looking fabulous with her big hair and bold zebra print as she's dancing in a school library. She shimmies and snaps her fingers with a big smile. So I was born and raised in Birmingham, Alabama. I went to Tuggle Elementary. I lived about 
maybe five minutes away from the school. Like it was right down this huge hill. So I would walk there every morning and every afternoon after school. So my family grew up pretty poor. So when I was able to, when events like the book fair came along, I was like really ecstatic because my mom would try to do her best to kind of scrounge around and get any uh, few dollars that she could. So that was one of the main motivations for that tweet. It's like walking in with five dollars. I just I felt like the man, like I can buy anything. I didn't feel any limitations. But yeah, I used to remember um, going into the book fair and like the entire. So our book fair was always in the library of the school. So the library would just be completely changed and just decked out with all these different books. Um, the displays were pretty cool and awesome. They were like 3D displays and they would have like the uh, kind of like a round table of different small trinket items that you can get for like 50 cents. Like I, I was fascinated by the erasers alone. So imagine me getting like one of the books where you can like draw your favorite cartoon characters like Dragon Ball Z or something. Interestingly, Quasi was inspired by another meme about scholastic book fairs that we've seen all over the Internet. Actually, I was driving home from work one evening. So I live in Austin, Texas, and I passed by this somewhat famous restaurant. It's called El Arroyo. It's near my house. So they're known to post very witty phrases every day. And one of the signs that said that day, I think it was something along the lines of, I think I spent my whole adult life chasing the high of a scholastic book fair. If there's anyone who might be able to say that they've actually spent their adulthood chasing the high of a scholastic book fair, it's Alan Boyko, the business's president. I've got many calls from principal friends and they say, Alan, I, I'm reaching out to you because I, I could tell the book fair was here this week because I see kids reading on the school bus, right? That's an amazing thing. I love that. Alan's team, based out of Lake Mary, Florida, is responsible for hosting more than 129,000 book fair events annually across the country, giving more than 40 million students and their teachers access to books. We have a mission statement uh, for our nearly 4,000 employees, which reads, you know, we are a passionate team of book experts dedicated to help all children develop a love of reading. So that's our mission statement. And what that means is helping children find the books that they love to read and they build that lifelong habit of reading. That's the goal. Every child connects to books they, they can't wait to read. But before all of this happens, there is book selection. Or to the team in Florida, the big week. Twice a year, a team of book experts consisting of former teachers media specialists, booksellers, authors, and scholastic representatives get together to decide which books will be carried at the Scholastic Book Fair. Publishers from across the country present their newest offerings to the selection team who discuss and debate each title. Collectively, the selection group spends more than 10,000 hours reading more than 4,000 books every year. Once the decisions are made, those books are ordered, printed, and delivered to Scholastic Book Fair warehouses across the country, ready and waiting to be delivered to a school. We're building this fair in our warehouses. We have warehouses all over the country. Uh, filling boxes and cases, our bookshelves uh, full of books that are weighted depending on the speed at which they sell, right? So we have some, some books that are selling uh, much faster than others. Uh, for example, right now, Dog Man 
is a series that is, it sells off the shelf, right? And uh, so we're, we have to make sure that we send enough copies of um, Dogman to fulfill the needs of the school. Uh, so each and every title has a, a books per fair estimate. And uh, so every book fair is packed based on you know, what we know about the school, how many books per fair for every single title that we're including in the assortment for the school. Uh, and then the, you know, the fairs are, are uh, built and inspected, loaded into one of our trucks and uh, by one of our, you know, our drivers will drive to the school and uh, unload this fair. Let's pause right there for a second. Almost every single person we talked to for this episode, teachers, librarians, parents, kids, described this moment when the book fair truck arrives. My name is Kevin Stangy, and I'm a driver at the Orlando branch for Scholastic Book Fairs. Kevin has been with Scholastic for 10 years, and he says his truck gets a lot of attention everywhere he goes. People start conversations with him in gas stations. Kids wave to him on the interstate. He's even been flagged down for photos. But he says his favorite part of the job is seeing what the fairs do for schools. I went to a preschool, and there were about 20 kids out in the front of the preschool. And all of a sudden, they're all hanging off the fence when I pull in the driveway and they see my truck. And they're screaming at the top of their lungs. It, w- it was, I mean, it, it almost brought me to tears. It was so exciting to see the kids get so excited about the book fair and recognize Clifford and Geronimo Stilton and all the other characters that are on my truck. I'm sure it creates a lot of memories for people. The book could last a lifetime for kids. They can have, pass them along to their siblings or other children that you know, and they get something physically out of it and they can keep it. And the schools get to increase their media centers and also they get money for the school. I mean, there's so many positive things. And I, I make that statement when I'm out there and it's not because I'm a, a scholastic employee, but I think this is a great thing for all the schools. We've heard from many schools that the simple fact of giving kids access to books is the game changer. Teresa Thompson from Eastside Elementary School in Rogers, Arkansas, has seen the impact on her own students. I'm a, the library media specialist. This is my sixth year here at the Eastside Elementary School. We're a Title I school, and we're K-5, and we have about 450 students. I usually, at the beginning of the year, ask our students, every class that I have, I'll come in and I'll say, how many of you have books at home? And in it, always in, in every class, there's, you know, four or five, six kids that have no books at home. Um, and so the book bear, especially when, um, you know, for the, the bargain books that you, that you all provide, that helps our kids a lot. You know, I cannot put that into words <laughs> enough to really draw you a picture, just the joy on their face when they get to walk out of here with a new book really does mean a lot. But I just love to see the kids. As soon as the truck pulls up, I've got fifth grade students fighting to see who gets to help me bring in the the carts and the boxes of books and put them in the library. Okay, so the truck arrives at the school. Then what? At that point, we are 
handing the fare off to the book fair chairperson. And uh, this sometimes a librarian, if there's still one at the school, and other times it's a parent volunteer or school volunteer. And uh, they are, say, the general manager of the book fair. We call them a book fair chairperson. But they have um, hopefully recruited a team of, of volunteers that will help them erect the event and run the event, which includes, you know, you know, hopefully introducing the students that come in to visit the book fair, uh, many of the new titles that we will be offering them. We do promote a selection of titles through our book list and posters, and we have an author-illustrator video uh, that is included at, at, with every season's book fair. They'll give you a, just a brief sampling of the titles, but it's a, it's a very brief sampling. Uh, we rely on the volunteers, the librarian, as the classes come in to you know, direct them to those right fit books and introduce them to you know, some of the things that uh, they think their students will be excited about. To see the action for ourselves, my producer and I visited Rumson Country Day School in New Jersey as they set up their fair. Some bookmarks, nice bookmarks. We put those out already. The books sit in an atrium just outside the school library. They're housed in metal cases on wheels that, with the flip of a few latches, unfold into fully stocked shelves. We have Dogman, Lord of the Fleet. Who needs more Dogman? Okay. One of the yes. Babysitters Club. Did anybody read those books when they were growing up? Every single one. <laughs> and these are the graphic novels. The volunteers set up tables and unpack boxes of books, hundreds of books, in addition to those already on the shelves. They lay out tablecloths and set up signs. They learn how to use the cash registers. And then the kids come in. My name is Nancy Holinak. I am the head of the lower school at Rumson Country Day School, as well as the director of curriculum for the school. Uh, my name is Jane Geiger, and I am the head of school uh, here at Rumson Country Day School. How would you describe the energy here today? Why are the kids so excited for the book fair? They see uh, the carts come in the day before, and then they know it's coming, and it's a little bit like Santa Claus. Uh, and, you know, they know that the area is going to look different. Uh, and that they will behave differently in it, that they are the shoppers, uh, the customers, so to speak. Uh, and they get really excited, uh, mainly because it's books, but also because maybe they have a change in routine uh, and get to do something different during the day. But they also get to talk to each other about what books they're reading or recommending to each other. And I think that peer recommendation goes further than adult recommendation in many ways. 
Research tells us that children having interest as their primary motivating factor in wanting to read is a huge part of of what we want to do and making uh, available to them the opportunities to actually purchase their own books. Um, We do have wonderful libraries in our school as well as in our community, but there's something special, I think, for children to be able to browse and to actually purchase something that belongs to them. And that sense of ownership around the books, I think, really drives it to a new level level of excitement and engagement. The only people left for us to talk to, the shoppers themselves. For that, my producer and I went to Newark, New Jersey, to visit Hawthorne Avenue Elementary School during their Scholastic Book Fair. And what grade are you in? Kindergarten. Could you tell us why you like book fairs and reading? Because I like to read. Uh, Hi, my name is Travis Dornan. I'm 10 years old. And what grade are you in, Travis? Fourth grade. We've got some books in your hands. Could you tell us about them? Well, this book is called Jingle by Gordon Corman, and this is Bears of the Ice, uh, The Quest of Pierce by Catherine Laskin. Good for you. What do you like the most about reading? Um, I like the most about, like, when you read a lot of books, you get to learn more things and lessons about it, about the books. Hi, what's your name? My name is Taylor Kimura Isaiah Raglan. What a beautiful name. And what grade are you in? Kindergarten. Can you tell us about the books that you chose? I chose Shotgun, Paw Patrol, and a beer. What do you like the most about reading? Making myself happy. And what about you? I love myself reading. Something tells me that whether we were talking to elementary school students in 1988 or 2018, the answers would have been the same, whether they're reading about sports or dogs or princesses or faraway lands, a good book is always an adventure. For Alan Boyko, that's what the magic of scholastic book fairs always has been and always will be. Book fairs change. We've added a lot of technology. We've added uh, cases. We've we've added uh, tools to make uh, the fair process easier to run, smoother. We've added programs to encourage more parents and grandparents to attend the events. But the, it's the books that are the magic, it's, and they've always been the magic. It's 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 what we remember from our our fair experience. What you know? What were the books that were you know discovered at the fair that we loved? And that's, that happens just as much today as it did 35 years ago. So here's to continuing to chase the high of the Scholastic Book Fair. May it always lead you back to a good story. Thanks so much to all of our guests and book fair lovers for joining me. And thank you for listening. To learn more about Scholastic Book Fairs, check the show notes or go to scholasticreads.com. Don't miss an episode of Scholastic Reads. Find us and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And each episode 
will automatically be delivered to your phone. Special thanks to producer Emily Morrow, associate producer Mackenzie Cutrizula, and music composer Lucas Elliott Eberl. I'm Suzanne McCabe. We look forward to sharing more Scholastic Reads next time.